Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud, and today I am joined by Mr. Matt Wickland. Matt, how are you doing today? Good query. I, I'm, I'm doing great, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for asking. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. Like, right before we started recording this, it, if you guys could listen to our conversations, you would realize how nerdy we are. Like We just <laughs> had a five-minute conversation about different SQL queries that we're putting together for billing modules and bid updates and everything. Yeah. It, I'm glad it's not on the podcast. <laughs> it's not very exciting. But, I mean, more relevant, we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So getting into the podcast itself today, we are getting into the search query performance. Okay. That's where this you're going a, with that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <gosh. laughs> I thought you were talking about the other queries. Wow. That was good. Okay. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, <laughs> this will be a good episode. <laughs> If you made it this far, just keep listening. Yeah, just keep listening. We're going to turn this one around. <laughs> so, so today we're going to talk through the search query performance. So this is an awesome report that's in Brand Analytics, and it's got a lot of really cool data. And so what we want to talk through is kind of breaking down what this report is. And then really the key thing is how can we use it? How can we put it into action? So I guess let's just start with what is the search query performance report? Sure. So it's this incredibly powerful report that lists all uh, up to a thousand keywords that Amazon deems relevant to your brand. So they've got this ranked order of uh, performance, uh, the actual like calculation for how they rank rank order all of the keywords. I'm not entirely sure of, but sure. basically they rank the thousand top performing keywords related to your brand. And then they give you all sorts of really useful metrics associated with those keywords. Sure. And what's awesome is like starting at a thousand foot view, you can look at your brand as a whole, or you can use this ASIN slicer where you can key in a specific ASIN and filter the report for it. So basically like with all the information that it provides, it's an awesome keyword discovery tool. Uh, as well as a couple other use cases that we'll cover. Yeah, yeah. So keyword discovery is great and, you know, very high level. It's a great way to determine what your brand share or your market share is uh, for these specific search queries. And so like Matt was saying, it's kind of a ranked order. Say you could segment down by your brand. There's the search query score, which pops up and so kind of listed in that ranked order that you have. But then from there, you can get your search query volume, your search funnel impressions, the clicks, the brand share for each of these items. So there's a lot of really cool information that goes along with that. So, you know, for keyword discovery. So that's one key piece that you covered. Like, walk me through that. Like, how are you using this for keyword discovery? Is it just going through the list and seeing what keywords are not targeting? Or how, how are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just say like, we're not advertising at all, or we want to look at the list globally and not make comparisons to our existing ad strategies right now. Sure. That's where I like to start. Like the analysis against what you're currently doing in your advertising campaigns comes later. So first I want to screen the list for like keyword opportunities, find the highest value keywords and the performance score that Amazon gives the rank. It, it's not necessarily like my ranking for performance. So there are a ton of valuable metrics that you can look at uh, that the report gives outright. So like gross add to carts, gross purchases, uh, high clicks for your brand as a whole. Uh, you can sort those by high to low and find what keywords are driving the most volume for you. Sure. But where the true power comes in is being able to compare like add to cart rate and 
these ratios for your brand against the broader landscape, your category, your competitors. Sure. So the beauty of this report is it gives you your own brand share and then the Amazon totals. So you can look at things like add to cart, uh, divided by add to carts for your brand divided by your brand's impressions versus total Amazon add to carts divided by total available impressions. Sure. And just look at the ratios for add to cart rates, purchase rates, click rates, and see where your brand has an advantage over the broader competitive landscape on Amazon. Sure. Yeah. And this is kind of a, a core piece. So I just want to go back to it. Um, so with this report, what's cool is you can essentially see if your products are converting better than the general market for specific terms. And if they are, you have an advantage over those other folks. And so what we can do is you can look at your um, brand share percentage and your essentially your conversion rate for your products itself for specific terms and say, all right, I'm converting quite a bit better than my competitors are. Then we can look at our brand share for impressions. And if that's lower, we can say, all right, Maybe I can increase the traffic here because I'm converting better. I've got an advantage. I'm going to turn more of those clicks into sales than my competitors. And there's a market opportunity because I'm not getting a high enough brand share for those specific keywords. And so that's where I think a big opportunity is. It's being able to identify where you have that true advantage for specific terms and then being able to lock in on where you feel like you can get more competitive. Is that, totally. uh, is that an accurate summary? Yeah, exactly. And that last piece, like your brand share of impressions, your brand share of clicks, your brand share of add to carts, conversions, uh, is huge. That tells you like the upside opportunity by targeting that keyword. So first you can look at the ratios of like your performance against the market or your performance at a whole. So like your add to cart rate, add to cart, total cart ads divided by your brand's total impressions or your brand's total clicks. Sure. And find like really relevant, high quality keywords. And then you check those, uh, that list of like, you know, high value targets against impression share, click share, add to cart share, and purchase share. Yep. And if that number is low, uh, there's upside opportunity there. You can scale up your share of impressions if you're at like 80% add to cart share, purchase share, click share, impression share, especially purchase share, you know, like, Finishing with conversions, if you own 98% of purchases, sure. like targeting it more isn't going to net you anything incremental. Yeah, you already yeah. own all those terms. So, yeah, exactly. so putting more into it, there's just no more market there. Yeah. Yep. And that's like the awesome incrementality component of this too, is you can look at your uh, purchase share against your impression share. If like, obviously that t gives you a gauge of relevancy, but it also tells you like the amount of potential by targeting that keyword. So sure. anytime those numbers are lower, the the share numbers, there's upside opportunity, but especially focus on purchase and add to cart share. Yep. Yep. And so just unpacking that too. So a couple other good things. So if brand share is already super high, you're probably not going to gain much by say getting more aggressive with our advertising because you're already like you're already getting as much sales as you can from that specific term. And so this is a good way to determine like, okay, like 
I shouldn't be focusing on these keywords more because I already own the market here. Maybe now I can start going to a little bit more like longer tail keywords that are further down in my search query score, but can really add that incremental value overall. And the metrics are really cool just on like the brand share percentage too. And just looking at general market share, it gives you a really good gauge too on over time, are your strategies truly working? You know, and that's one question that we get quite a bit on the advertising is we can look at specific metrics. So we can look at our return on advertising. We can look at our tacos metrics. We can look at overall budgets and everything else like that. And, you know, some questions that always come up is like, is, is this truly working? Am I truly like growing my business as a whole? Well, you can look at the absolute numbers, but there's a lot of third party or third order impact. So the market as a whole could be going down or could be going up. And so this helps us determine for the people that are searching for these products and buying on Amazon, are we gaining more market share? Are we beating the competitors more overall? And so it's really cool having the market share stats from Amazon too, because it gives you a good gauge it helps you kind of weed out the general market changes and determine, all right, am I truly beating my competitors? And if so, my strategies are working. And then, you know, overall sales are kind of dependent on the general search volume that comes in for these terms. Totally. Yeah. So maybe a rehash because we've gone through quite a few steps here. Yeah. You're, be you're better at these than me, but I'll, I'll take a first stab at it. Sure. And then you clean it up, right? There you go. So we pull a search query performance report. Uh, we look at it for, say, the prior month period. I like looking at it for, like, keyword analysis, looking at it in longer increments. Okay. If the quarter just ended, like, look at the last quarter maybe. Sure. Otherwise, look at last month. Weekly has a lot of use cases, but we'll get to those in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we pull a month-long search query performance report, and then we're seeking out quality keywords. So we're looking at our own brands, add to carts, add to cart rates, purchases, purchase rates, uh, finding a list of viable targets, maybe starting there, then comparing our ratio of add to carts and purchases to clicks and impressions to find where we have advantages over the general market. Sure. Our products outconvert those. People want them. Then we've got this list of high-quality keywords. We check to see, is there opportunity to scale with those? So using sponsored ads, we can target those keywords, increase impression share, click share, add to cart share, purchase share. If purchase share is already really high and kind of working your way down back down those metrics, then there's not a lot of upside potential. So now you've got this list of high value keywords where you can increase your share. Sure. Next step, like as another screen, uh, if you wind up with a large list still, is look at overall search query volume for it. So the higher volume targets are going to generate more conversions, obviously. Yeah. Um, that said, though, like oftentimes those low search volume targets come carry lower CPCs. Sure. So it's still worth targeting those, but where you're going to see the most incremental like conversions. Like overall Yeah, impact. the largest lift, yeah, will be those higher search volume targets. Sure. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's not too much more to summarize there. And when you're looking at the different views, are you starting with the brand view or going right to the ASIN view and focusing specific on product? Like kind of how, how do you look at those two and go between the, the two different reports? It depends on the brand. So if you have a really diverse product mix, like maybe, you, maybe you're in like the running category and you have hats, gloves, shoes, shorts, whatever, you know, a broad variety of apparel. Sure. In a case like that, like you're probably going to want to jump to your hero ASIN with, within each of those categories and use an ASIN filter for whatever's the highest volume. 
um, is where I'd start, you sure. know, largest incremental opportunity yep. and most reliable data set. Uh, but if you have a pretty tight product mix, you know, substitutes closely related, you can look at the overarching brand view. Typically I'd start with brand view and just check out like the top keywords Sure, and, you know, even if it's a diverse catalog, you can figure where they fit in yep. knowing the, the product mix. Yep. Yep. I, I love that. And yeah, unless you have a very diverse mix of products, starting with the brand view, getting a general feel for what's working, where the huge opportunities are, and then you can kind of work your way down to product specific levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one thing that's cool. So before we weren't able to download the data, so it was a highly requested feature. Now we can download the data. Um, Amazon ads team, if you're listening, API access yeah. would be amazing for this. We would be pulling it in and utilizing it like systematically. We're already pulling in the reports and using this, but man, getting into the API, there's a ton of awesome tools and reports we could generate. So we would love that feature. Um, yeah. And you know, this podcast is a little bit shorter than our typical one, but I think we covered all the key pieces. Is there any other things that we're missing? Let's pump the brakes there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got I was going to wrap case, it right? up. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> what do you, what do you got? All right. Um, a really cool use of the search query performance report is trend analysis. So it can be your own brand's trends and how your shares changing over time in the market. Or it can be broader seasonality analysis. Sure. So this is where the weekly dimension of this report becomes really valuable. Um, it's a drop-down option where you can pull it by week and you can select you know, each of the 52 weeks, basically. So if you pull by week, you export it to Excel, you can build a little model that measures uh, the keywords search trends over time. So sure. when is it going to go into season? When do people start searching for it? Yeah. And when does it move out of season? And that governs your ad advertising strategy a lot, like getting ahead of the curve and starting to target keywords more aggressively before season arrives can be a really great st strategy to position your brand better organically when people do start searching more aggressively. Sure. So knowing those curves can be huge for your advertising strategy. And also huge for inventory planning too. So yeah. advertising strategy, yep, getting ahead of the, the game there. And starting to get a little bit more aggressive before seasonality kicks up. We talked about this in a previous episode, but great strategy to help your ranking ahead of when the major season happens. And you, then you also give yourself a chance to kind of line out on your advertising before that major selling season comes into play. So being ahead of the game there on advertising, very big. And then just knowing the trends overall, knowing what to expect and having data to base off inventory decisions too. Another key piece that is really valuable looking at these trends over time. For sure. Yeah. So once you chart out like the overall search volume trend for a keyword or a list of keywords, what you can then do is start graphing your brand share over time along with that. And so tying this back sure. into advertising strategies, like if you're going to start pushing ahead of the curve, ahead of your season, or at any point, really, if you're going to be pushing more aggressively or pulling back, you can measure how your brand's share of each stage of the funnel is affected by it. Sure. So ideally, like ahead of season, you want to push harder. You should see your brand share of impressions increase, uh, your click share increase, your add to cart share increase, your purchase share increase, you know, throughout the full funnel, basically. And that sure. drives your organic ranking improvement. So you can actually measure how you're progressing against the trend over time. Yep. Um, yeah. Which and, is awesome. and I love that too, because it, 
it helps to factor out the seasonality pieces or the external market changes pieces too. And so kind of like what we talked about before, focusing on brand share, like, are we beating our competitors in the space? It's a really good measure to determine if what you're doing has made an impact or if it hasn't. And if it has made an impact, is it good or bad? Yeah. So a great metric to base off of like looking at these trends over time um, to see, you know, if changes that you're making are truly having an impact overall. Yeah. And then one other piece I want to circle back to in terms of like keyword discovery. So moving away from the the trend analysis stuff, after you work through all of those steps that, that we rehashed and you got your list of keywords with upside that you want to push more aggressively with advertising. Sure. Another fun step to look at is just mapping that to your advertising data. Um, so looking at the metrics for those keywords within your existing ad campaigns. Is it targeted? Is it not? Like if it's not targeted, that's a huge opportunity. Sure. It means that any impressions that you got were came organically, you know, and targeting it with PPC should drastically increase your impression share and yep. all those other metrics. Sure. Um, but what you can also do is look at the cost per click for those keywords. Yeah. So if you've targeted in the last 30 days, pull, you know, a targeting report, keyword report, bulk file, whatever. There's a bunch of different reports you can pull. You can look at how much does it cost for me to target this keyword? Is it super competitive or is it cheap? And then now I have like add to cart rate and purchase rate, conversion rates, you know, from my overall brand data. I have some conversion rate data for my existing campaigns, or I can lean back on, you know, the search query performance data if I don't have much advertising data. And I know my product's price. I can now figure out, like, what my estimated ACOS is of targeting these. Sure. Now you've got this ranked list of high-value keywords with upside and what's the expected efficiency of them to kind of round out your list of what's going to give me the best advertising return? Where should I focus my my ad investment? Yeah, yeah. I love that too because we can just get set focused on brand share, but there's a margin piece that's included in that brand share. And so, you know, there may be some awesome keywords or search queries that we want to target, but when we look at the cost per click and we look at the margins that we're getting for it, it may not make sense from a profitability standpoint too. You know, if we didn't have this whole profit and margin thing to take into account, we could bid <clears throat> super high for keywords and we could drop our price quite a bit too to also help conversion rate and increase our brand share. But that's obviously going to impact margin too. And so that is the other major piece to take into account is, all right, when we're looking at advertising costs, like taking that into account and then combining that data with your brand share to make sure that, all right, this term, there may be terms that are super competitive and you may not be making a profit on it. You may inherently make the decision that, hey, I'm not going after this search term, but I'm going to focus on a lot of the longer tail stuff because that's where I make the majority of my profits because cost per click is a lot lower. And so I, I think that's a great point that, Yep, brand share is an awesome metric to review, but you have to t- take a look at that in combination with what what's the metrics, that's the the margins that I'm getting with each of these terms to make sure that that truly makes sense to try to be increasing brand share. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, is there anything else <laughs> that that we should be that we should be covering here? This isn't something that I've done yet, but this is something that I think would be really interesting me- to measure like an applied use case of the search query performance report sure. is like brand defense and what sort of effect 
advertising has on like does it poach organic sales for this brand what extent does it poach organic sales that's that's always a really difficult question to ask ask like if you stop defending your brands like you're yielding those placements to competitors at a really low cost you're missing out on ltv and what what matt's getting at is all right if i bid for my own brand i'm kicking competitors off but the majority of people who search for me are probably going to purchase through me anyway. So uh, two options are one, don't defend your brand. You're going to get a lot more organic purchases for that query, but you could also lose a lot of potential customers to competitors. Or the other option is let's bid for my own brand. Um, and then I'm going to have a lot of clicks that would have just converted anyway organically that are going to click into the ad. And now I had to pay for these clicks that didn't really help me. Um, so it's really hard to measure and compare the cost of defending your brand versus how many people are going to go to a competitor after searching for your brand. So that's kind of the the issue that Matt's talking about. So keep going ahead. Exactly. So if you decided to stop running brand defense campaigns, targeting your own branded keywords, like the next day impact may not be all that great. Like chances are you'll lose some purchases, but like the market may not react in time. Those competitors that are targeting your branded keywords before it probably wasn't economically feasible for them to do it. Sure. And it may take a week, a couple of days, whatever for them to discover, Hey, CPCs have dropped a ton for this. Like I'm going to target it more aggressively. So like turning it off, it, it was very challenging to measure previously, but this is one kind of cool way that you could do it. Sure. Let's say you decide to run like a four-week test. We can pull it on a weekly cadence, that report on a weekly cadence. And week one, we should see impression share go from, you know, maybe 80% to 15% or 20%, you know, whatever your organic placements are um, as a percentage of total impressions. Yeah. Um, so drastically dropping. All right. What does that do to, to click share for this branded term? How does that lead to add to cart share changes over time and purchase changes over time? Like that percent of purchases for your own branded terms may have a slight impact in week one, but that could grow really drastically in week two. Sure. It gives you a lot of measurables to figure out what is the value? What am I missing out on? Yeah. Just do the whole cost benefit analysis. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's smart too, when you're looking at it, you have to give it some time to really play out too, because yeah. there could be organic ranking impacts by right. now not defending your brand too, which could hurt your brand share over time. Um, but yeah, it, it's a great way to be able to measure and get more conclusive data on, you know, things like brand defense, like it gives you the other side and you can kind of determine how many sales you're losing. And then based off of the previous cost that you had, you can determine if it's a pro or con based off of that. So I yeah. love that. So during that test, like you take all those steps, you run weekly reports, you pull the data out, but you also take that branded spend and you allocate it to some category keywords and you run that test, just a total reallocation of brand defense to like more competitive category targeting targets sure. uh, for the full month. And you can watch how metrics change for both uh, over the full period. And then you bring tacos into the equation. What's my tacos while running a full suite of brand defense tactics? What's my tacos at the end of the month? Um, sure. And that tells you, yeah, cost benefit, basically. Yeah. Should I continue or not? I love it. I love it. All right. 
That's it. That's, That's a, it. Yeah, I don't have any more. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was going to wrap us up, and you added 10 more minutes of awesome <laughs> value, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so what we'll do, too, for the, this podcast show notes, we just had a, a good post that went out on kind of how to use the search query performance tool, summarizing some things that we just talked about, so kind of a little step-by-step on how to do that. So we'll drop that link in the podcast show notes, too, so you can check that out. So, yeah, overall, if you're not using the search query performance report, definitely take a look into it. There's a lot of use cases that we just went through. Go back through this podcast and how you can use it. And we're continually brainstorming and expanding how we can use it. And I think we got another one that we can start putting into place too, running some tests on brand defense and seeing what that does. So um, yeah, overall, as always, this has been another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you listening and we'll see you on the next episode.